Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast on pediatric rheumatology a series by Dr Sagar Bhattar In this podcast we shall be discussing interesting cases and topics related to pediatric rheumatology To discuss these issues we have with us Dr Sagar Bhattar who's consultant pediatric rheumatologist and immunologist at Astor CMI Hospital Bangalore and he's also the first DM in the country So who better than him to talk about joint pains in children Hello Dr Sagar Hi Rashna Dr Sagar as we know we often find children coming to us with vague aches and pains especially during the pandemic where children have been sitting at home they have been coming to us with pains in the limb pains in the joint which could be probably related to stress created by the pandemic or due to lack of physical activity or the chain dynamics at home So I would like to ask you how common do you think are joint pains in children See joint pains and limb pains is a very common problem in growing children Even before the pandemic I would say roughly about 1/3 children in their childhood would once complain of a pain in the limb or pain in the joints So almost 10 to 30% of children do have joint pains and the proportion of children having these pains and aches has definitely gone up during this pandemic and as you rightly mentioned this may be all due to lack of physical activity and and lack of exposure to sunlight vitamin d deficiency and several such factors that have increased the proportion of children coming to us with joint and limb pains i'm sure our listeners are uh, many of them are parents of young children and the most common or the most discussed issue among young children is growing pains so could you throw some light on this issue as well young children i would say especially toddlers and children below the age of 7 or 8 often come to us with pain in limbs i wouldn't say they are really joint pains they are vague pain in the limbs and these pains are quite non specific and we often label them as the growing pains Now, what are the peculiar features these children are often very active during the day and it is during the evening hours once they have come back from their play they start complaining of aches and pains sometimes while they are sleeping they complain of pain in the limbs and ask their parents to massage the limbs however what is very important to note that these children do not have any joint swelling their gait is normal they don't limp they do not have fever rashes or any such symptoms they are otherwise active playful gaining weight and when we examine such children they are absolutely normal so a large majority of young children who come to us with aches and pains have something called growing pains and as the name suggests it is a part and parcel of a growing child's life and as they grow into i would say beyond the age of 8 or 10 they outgrow this by themselves so this problem must be recognized and i'm sure pediatricians recognize this and the treatment is counseling often reassuring the parents that there is no major problem in their child as you mentioned dr sagar that these patients that come to us with these vague aches and pains which we call as growing pains i usually have no clinical findings and they are normal normal children who just complain of pains in the evening so as a pediatrician uh, 
I mean, how do you diagnose these patients? Is there any particular blood test that we can do? Uh, in fact, it is other way around. We should not be doing any blood tests. There is no test to diagnose growing pains. There is no indications indication for doing any radiographs or x-rays of the limbs and no blood tests are indicated. It is basically the history and when we examine such a child, he is absolutely playful, playful, the examination is normal and we don't do any blood tests. Sometimes we do look for any vitamin deficiencies, especially vitamin D deficiency can often present with vague musculoskeletal pains and if we find one, we can easily treat the same. Uh, our listeners are well aware of rheumatoid arthritis that occurs in adults and I'm sure parents are worried that do children also develop arthritis. So I would like to know Dr. Sagar that do these young children also come with arthritis and what is it called? Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. It's quite common I would say in the adult population as common as 1% of population may develop rheumatoid arthritis. I'm sure the listeners some of their family members or distant relatives may have had this problem wherein uh, they develop swelling of the finger joints, swelling of the wrists and swelling of these multiple joints and their early morning hours are quite bad because there is significant stiffness and many of them have been on medications for years now. Now the very important question is do children develop such form of rheumatoid arthritis? The answer is yes. Unfortunately most people out there are not aware or they feel that these problems never occur in children while the reality is children do develop rheumatoid arthritis we call it the juvenile rheumatoid arthritis or the correct term these days is the juvenile idiopathic arthritis now as i mentioned to you before this is an autoimmune disease and these children just like adults would come to you with joint pain joint stiffness most often joint swelling and when they wake up in the morning hours, their pain is the worse. Now this is exactly opposite to what I was talking when I was talking about the growing pains where the pain was worse in the evening hours and there was no swelling. On the other hand, here is a child who is often limping, unable to walk normally, the morning hours seem to be bad, many of them have joint swelling and this is an autoimmune disease which needs urgent treatment called the juvenile idiopathic arthritis. It's interesting to know, as you mentioned that growing pains is so common in children, how common is juvenile arthritis in these young population? There are no large studies to say how common is this, but certain studies which were performed in school said that these, these, this, this, this group of diseases are grossly underdiagnosed and they can be as common as 1 in 2000. But however, there is an interesting study from North India where they put up the number somewhere at 48 per 1 lakh children. So, but again, I would say this is an understatement or underdiagnosis because large majority of these children remain undiagnosed and undertreated. And I would say it's quite, quite common. And if we regularly start thinking about these diseases and pediatricians start picking and treating these children, uh, they can be diagnosed and treated in time. We often see parents whose children have been diagnosed with arthritis often question us, why did this happen to my child? Uh, is it an infection? Is it related to the diet? So, uh, Dr. Sagar, could you throw some light on the cause of GIA in children? See, arthritis can be caused by many, many things. However, when we talk about the autoimmune arthritis, the most common cause of chronic or long-standing arthritis in childhood is the juvenile idiopathic arthritis. 
as the name suggests juvenile idiopathic the word idiopathic means we do not know the cause but we know that this is a autoimmune disease it is often not related to any infection nor related to any food product food or any drug it's a autoimmune disease where body's immune system with white blood cells are attacking one's own system damaging the joints and causing the arthritis so unfortunately we cannot say this is caused by one particular thing however we know that this is autoimmune in nature and so we can treat it with uh, the rheumat uh, the disease modifying rheumatic medications so these autoimmune conditions do have treatments available right now yes definitely there are treatments available and in fact our armamentarium to treat these diseases has been ever expanding right now we have very good medications called the disease modifying anti rheumatic drugs the dmards and the newer form of medicines called biologics by which i would say most of these children can be treated effectively the only thing that we need to remember is that these children need long term treatment and definitely very long follow up and if treated we can prevent the deformities that happen when they go undiagnosed if they are not diagnosed in time their quality of life is very poor on the contrary if treated they are they lead a life just like any other normal child just like you emphasize that treating these children in time is so important if our listeners had to take away some take home message from today's discussion what were the what are the few warning signs that they can look out for so if uh, if a young child is complaining of pains and aches these are the few warning signs parents must remember if a child is limping if a child with joint pain complain also has fever or rashes if a child is losing weight if this child gets up in the morning with lot of stiffness if there is joint swelling all these are the warning signs and they must seek a urgent consult with their pediatrician possibly also try to reach out to a pediatric rheumatologist on the other hand if these warning signs are not present the child is active playful complaining of vague pains and aches however uh, the aches and pains are more worse in the evening hours and a pediatrician has examined this child and said it's fine then there is nothing to worry but yes these warning signs will help you seek timely consult i think these are really good take home messages that you have emphasized dr sagar that limping swelling in the joints fever rashes weight loss in a young child should prompt a parent to go and seek consultation from a pediatrician and then probably from a pediatric rheumatologist so as discussed today we now know that children do develop rheumatoid arthritis or what we call in children juvenile idiopathic arthritis and these group of diseases are now dealt with pediatric rheumatologists which is a new specialty now available in pediatrics and since now so many doctors are available in this this particular specialty children can be treated in time if they are recognized in time and if help is seek at the right time Thank you Dr Sagar for this interesting discussion and we'll be back in the next episode with another interesting topic in pediatric rheumatology. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.